Welcome, welcome. Episode Dude, nineteen. Episode nineteen. You know what? I had to think. I had to think for a second because I remembered last week when we were recording um, that we started like going really political, and I couldn't remember if we stopped it. And, oh, no. and like, and like, we just we, didn't release. We one cut it. We cut it off. We, we cut it off at like one. at like fifteen minutes. Is that what it was? And then we moved on. With okay, life. good deal. Yeah, I was like, It'd man, be, we gotta. I feel like. We gotta, we we gotta make sure we don't start do that. non-political, and then you can get political in the middle for like ten minutes, and then like finish on like happy right. stuff. Yeah, well, that's, that's it was like kinda... when we did the fifth episode. It was like fun stuff, yeah, with was... that stuff, and then back to fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think I kind of like that format. Maybe we'll yeah. we can remember to we'll, <laughs> if we can organize our thoughts. You know what though? If something's burning and pissing you off, it's like ah, Rittenhouse trial. You know? Oh my god, fucking damn it! <laughs> no, hold it, hold it. That's for the middle of the show. <sighs> I, I am I am full of opinions on this because I am on both I feel sides like, on this one. I feel like everybody should be. Full of opinions on this because I have beef with the, with some of the stuff, but I have beef with all the um, stuff. Hey, you had a pretty cool weekend. I did. So I uh, been coaching a lot now that I coach full time. Right. Um, I've been getting a bit of a roster, and I had um, two ladies lift at a meet here in town, and uh, Anju was my new recruit. She's a pretty. She's fresh off the CrossFit. Um, style training uh, and and so just for our listeners, <clears throat> they should. Uh, the story behind this one is awesome. Oh my god! I, I, I told uh, I told Hannah this, but the story, and she was pissed. Yeah, and and you should be pissed. Um, so I, I won't mention the name of the gym. I won't mention the name of the person, but I know. Wow, both. you're so nice. Um, I totally told Hannah who it was. Well, that's fine, but this is public broadcasting ish. So um but I mean if you're in West Lafayette and there's a CrossFit gym, there's only two of them. And if there's one that has jujitsu at it, I mean there's only one of those. So you could probably figure out Right, and, right. You, and who who you could probably figure out who the owner is there and, and draw your own conclusions. Right. So that's me not identifying the specific person <laughs> sure. by specifically identifying them. Um anyway, so she's um just to give you an idea, she's she's tall, she's very long limbed, mm-hmm. short torso yes. uh, built girl. Um you know, ideally built for something like running, or I mean, or, yeah. I was gonna say Olympic weightlifting, but she, yeah, no. short torso is good. But the long femur length will yeah. get you on Olympic. So she's she is not built to be a genetic phenom in the sport of weightlifting or powerlifting. Strangely enough, though, she's probably pretty fucking amazing at strongman. Oh, well, yeah, but. <clears throat> okay, no, she moves well too. Well, she's yeah. So she's anyway, athletic. she's she's working out. She's doing CrossFit. Uh, been doing it for about a year there, and uh, she was she told the coach guy she was like, hey, you know, I think, I think I maybe want to like I don't know do like an Olympic weightlifting meet or maybe do a powerlifting meet. Like I kind of want to like push some strength stuff and just see what 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 can happen. Um, and he was like, he brought out a, a freaking Venn diagram of, of body types. And one of them was like bikini body type, and he's like, "This is you. This is bikini body type, you know." And then there's this, and there's this overlap. But your bikini body type, you should just stick with, you know, trying to like look better in a bikini or some shit like that. Wow, that's like a hundred percent creepy as fuck. Number one, creepy. Yeah. Number two, isn't your job as a coach dealing with the general public who aren't professional athletes? To help them reach their goals. Right. So, like, yeah, she will not be breaking world records. Or shit, maybe she will. I don't know. She works really freaking hard, and she got really good really quick. Yes, she did. Um. So so who's to say? She is not ideally built for that. But if she wants, it doesn't mean you can't get stronger. Right. If you are built horribly for running marathons, and you're a fat-ass, like, 350-pound dude... I bet if you trained for it, your times would improve. Right. And shouldn't that be the goal? Like improvement right, and progress? Better at, like, get better at whatever you're working at. So maybe he's just coming at, to it from the point of like, if you're not going to be the professional level of whatever, because your body type, you're wasting your time. But like, that's a stupid way to run a business. No shit. I mean, how many, how many people actually have that like genetic build? Yeah. To not like, many. That's to, why to, there's to, only like a few world champions. Right. <laughs> so that just means that there's no point in, in competing like you or me, like even pushing the number. And it's like, Okay, fuck you. Well, so she was like, "Okay, cool. I'm going to cancel my membership." Right. Like right then, she just canceled her membership, and then she uh, she reached. I forget how she found me, but she reached out to me and uh, was like, "Hey, I heard you do this kind of thing," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I got you." Um, yeah, that was uh, that story. I yeah. Was, so I and then she and, told me that story after she started with me, and I was like, "Holy shit, are you serious?" <laughs> right. That's such a terrible, like a shitty thing. I remember because we were at our old fearless location when you first started. Yeah. With her. Um. 
And and I was wondering how she was going to do at this meet. I, I forgot that. Yeah, so because so she we wasn't started when I talked doing, to her, she wasn't. She was like on the fence about doing the meet, and I was like, "You should do it. Just do it." Yeah, she was like, she was like, I don't know if I want to do a weightlifting or a powerlifting meet. So we just kind of were doing a super total right. kind of prep. Like I was thinking like a twelve to sixteen week prep, so you kind of get better at all of them, retest <laughs> her stuff, see if it's something she likes doing, and then maybe pick a meet. Right. Um, but she was like, "Oh well, there's this one coming up," and I'm like, "That's five weeks out." You asshole. <laughs> right. Um, she'd been training for... So I think she I, really, I put a lot of... I definite, No, I definitely influenced that decision. She, she'd probably been lifting with me for four or five weeks before that. So it's not like she came from straight from like more Metcons and then right. immediately wanted to do... Which, I mean, you could do too. Um, but she'd already put on like a pretty good amount of strength. Um, so she ended up... I'm trying to think. I'd have to look up what her beginning numbers were. But she PR'd everything. Well, good good for um, her then. She ended up squatting 198. Nice. Um, <clears throat> and she ended up benching, I think, right at 100 good deal. pounds, which is a PR for. is like a big goal for her. I think she was around 70 or so when she started. Well, she, yeah, she's got really long arms. Yeah, like, yeah. holy she's, range of motion. She's that, built man. to... Um, Carry stones and load things like that, and strong man, not oh, not necessarily to press stuff, um, but but huge improvement. Seventy five right. pounds to hundred ain't nothing, you know. Um, and then deadlift, she hit a two fifty or whatever is closest to that in kilos. Like that's her. a pretty that's a pretty good pull, right? Especially for someone with such long like she has long arms, she, but yeah. she has really long legs too. So it's not like it's not like when she finishes, she's like three inches up past her knee. Like she's, no, she is. <clears throat> she's basically. Any gains she has from having long arms get eaten up by having long right. legs too. So she like that's this is a pretty solid pull, and she's not a big girl, right? There's um, and I think this might be a, a client. Not to interrupt your other client, but um, st- so there was a the uh, drug tested, um, or not uh, the non tested state championship in Indiana. Non tested. It was this past weekend. Okay, <clears throat> and I think Steve Gentilly had a client who was competing, and he was six nine, Woo. and. I mean, the dude... Make that I mean, man do strong man. Well, so he didn't... I don't know if he won everything, but he was... He kicked ass. Like, I looked at his numbers. He he looked <laughs> Here's me being, he the, looked being the guy that I just made fun of. Right. No, he is dead. Bro, you're not built for powerlifting. Do strong man. I mean, he... So he doesn't have, like, the mass right. for strong man at the moment. Like, he would have Neither to did add... did Brian Shaw. He would have to add, like, 100 pounds at least. Yeah. And, boy, that's that's a... That'd be a bitch. No, that's cool, man. So, but yeah, so there's a. Could co- you imagine trying to like fit on a competition bench at six foot nine? Like, oh it's gotta God. be ridiculous trying just to find out how to lay down right. On right. It. Well, it'd probably be no different than like you and I benching on the uh, that little bench, that short bench the we short have bench, at Fearless, yep. which I love, by the way. I, I mean, everybody there. Everybody I like that I bench. Know. I would love to replace it with a fat pad. Oh, I want a fat pad. Yeah. Um, because I can train because then I can bench with a wider grip for longer. Oh, and it's in training it's gonna be easier on your shoulders. For well that's sure. what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, I can train with a wider bench. Um but but we digress. What about what about your other client? Um Gabby Boucher, Bush Bouch Bouch I don't know how to say her last name. Boucher like as in Bobby Boucher. Like Bobby Boucher? <laughs> no, so uh, Gabby she's I can't take not that I took a bunch of credit for Andrew. She put in the work of course. Um but Gabby's only been with me about five weeks. Oh yeah. Um Gabby starts Gabby's strong. Um but Yes, she is. She had a really good uh good meet. She had some pretty I mean, good she, numbers. She had good numbers. It it wasn't a great meet for her. There was a bit of a there was there's a questionable squat call like there always is. Right. right. Um, Fucking squats, man. <laughs> but that squat so she's her numbers, she successfully squatted like I think like two fifty five on her second. And then uh, squatted her third lower than she did her first and second, and got red lighted on depth um, at two seventy. But like she got it, right? Um, it was a grind, and it was a ten pound PR. She like retested like four weeks ago, so that was like I was pretty impressed. She got that sucker. No shit. Um, she did good. We got a. Uh, she does a little bit of folding over, a little bit of like squat morning, mm-hmm. um, just because we need to get a little more upper back work in on her. Okay. Um, and maybe a little more like core strength stuff, but that meet showed me a lot about what I need to program in her, uh, coming into the next meet. So she's going to do collegiate nationals this year or in 2022, which is in March. You got to get her into a USAPL meet. So we're, we're prepping her for beast of the Metro, which is in Illinois, um, January 29th. Okay, cool. I'm going to have like three lifters at that meet. So I'm going to go to that meet. Okay, Um, cool. 
but yeah, so she she did great, man. She squatted two seventy, which was a, a small PR for, her, which is awesome. Um, bench, she misgrooved her second one a little bit, and it made it like a super grind. Oh, um, that's, that's so then, never. A... So she her load was kind of blown for her third. We were going for like a five pound PR okay. on her third, but it just it it didn't hardly come off the chest just because she she was spent so much from that right. second one. Uh, but that that is what it is. I mean, you know, a technical error that that forced to just beat her up a little bit, so she missed her third. Um, and then deadlifts, um, she kind of talked to me before deadlifts. We had a plan. We we're going to go for like a you know tie her PR on the deadlift because her squat was like tough, right? You know, um, and she was like, "Man, that squat didn't count. I didn't PR my bench. I need a PR on deadlift." I'm like. All right, let's fucking send it. Fuck um, yeah! What a, what a, what a, I love that athletic that athlete mentality. Yeah. What well, a good and, athlete. Well, and it's like exactly. So like, if she would have said like, yeah, I don't know, then we would have gone with our plan. But if if I have an athlete on meet day, even if we have a plan in place that's working great, and and they're like, no, dude, I fucking got this. Like, give me the big lift. Right. Yeah. I'm that's like, yes. Go, go I will her. give you the big lift. I was like, so we're opening <clears throat> here. This just means our second has to be a little heavier. She went two seventy five, three oh eight, um, and then pulled three thirty something for a, a small PR, but she got it. And before the lift, I was like, okay, I'm thinking about her programming the next this week. Yeah. And I'm I'm like, okay, if if she yanks on it and it doesn't do shit, doesn't even come off the ground. Because she's definitely one of those people where if it's off, if it comes off the floor, she's She's good. got it, yeah. Um, oh, my God. Her, so, her tough point is off the floor. So I was like, if it, I was like, I hope it either just doesn't even leave the floor because then we can train pretty hard this coming week. Um, But I was like, if she gets it, it's going to be a fucking grind, and we're going to have to basically deload again. <laughs> so She got it. It was a grind, but it was... It was I, uh, I watched it, and then I sent it to a couple people, and I was like, wow. You can can you tell Dan's her coach? She dead <laughs> dude. She deadlifts just like you do. No, like it is it not, is fucking bizarre how how identical her deadlift so is to this you. Is like why set I up know, and everything. This is why I know how to fix her deadlift um, because it, I didn't make her deadlift like me. That's how she has. Yeah, always, like that's she, how she deadlifts. She deadlifts just like you. And mm-hmm. I was just, like everything and, from like where it like. And I know the dangers oh, of crazy. that, and I know the the benefits of that too. So because she'll uh, she's definitely a person who could get it moving and. Knowing that normally it's just get it, get it started and I've got it, she'll keep pulling and keep pulling and pass yeah, out. Yeah, she'll die before she she puts that. Well, especially on that yeah. at that meet, she yeah. was like, "I will." I mean, she didn't say it, but she would have for sure passed out before she failed that lift. Yeah, you know, and so good on her. Kudos to your yeah. athletes for having yeah, a good they meet. both did really good and and I got three new clients from that meet. Oh, really? Good deal. Go, yeah, go which, you. which is cool because I mean. You know, they all see like, oh, and who's your coach? Oh, and he's he's here. Okay, that's cool. Um, so I I talked shop with a bunch of people when I was there, just because powerlifting's like that. You have a lot of dead time, so you get to meet right. a lot of people. And um, so yeah, I got some clients. I got this one girl, um, Trinity. She is a CrossFit coach. Uh, this was her first powerlifting meet. She is like stupid explosive. Um, Gosh, there's some. You know what? There's so some dude, uh... like the explosive people. I feel like all I ever have to do with them is like just hypertrophy them, like get them some more muscle. Yeah. And then they just let their nervous system do its thing. Like they're kind of, it's like they're always peaked no matter yeah, what. There's a, there's some very interesting athletes that train there and that little pretty barbell club. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> boy, there is some, uh, and I'm not like the best deadlifter in the world by any means, but, uh, I had a, a little bit of boredom yesterday and, uh, in between my 30 hours of sleep this weekend. And, <laughs> um, I was looking at some of them and, oh my God, I just want to like kill, like kick their coach, not kill their coach, kick their right. coach off of coaching because like they all have cat backs when they deadlift and it like bugs yeah. me. And I'm like, y'all are there young. Let's fix that. that. Well, um, and a lot of them don't have coaches. Either. Oh, is that what it is? I mean, it's, that's, I'm like, you would, I, I would hope so. I mean, I would hope like, you know, they're a part of a, a barbell club. Like they pay for a, they pay a membership fee. Oh, to do that? Yeah, I think they pay but, a membership fee, so I would think like they're going to get I, some sort of guidance. I, I am but maybe not, maybe that's just I am not me. saying that the uh, I don't know what the coaching structure is there with the barbell club, but I know if I was in college, 
Adam Barbell Club and like the people who are running the Barbell Club were college people like me. Like, oh yeah, I, mean, I would have kind a of, hard time listening. Well, it's just kind of blind leading the blind too, because right. like you're in there for your kinesiology degree or whatever, and you right. definitely like know <clears throat> some stuff, but like you can't substitute time in the trenches. Right. Well, know? and and I guess maybe it's different here, but like you and know, it, it's a club, not a team. Either. But like, like, at, it's like, not like um, you have a coach that's like. Well, you have like a like it, take for example like Ben Poor. When he was at, uh, he trains out of Indy City. He's like one of the best. I mean, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's like actually probably one, probably the best one ninety eight or in the USAPL, um, at the moment. But uh, he um, <clears throat> he he's got a lot of experience. So like he would be that Purdue Barbell Club age, where he would have a ton of like five right, or six years right. of experience. And so he would have been like yep. a good coach. I don't know. Maybe I just assumed that the per- the people that were involved maybe, with and, the club do have some sort of experience. Like, well, and, and maybe they miles, do. But maybe but they, I mean, I don't know. I know I've looked at programs that I programmed even like three years ago, and right. I'm, I'm like, wow, you're a fucking idiot. Like, right? No, that's so, true. Like, like you and I've talked about this many times. Yeah, you know, and I'm not taking anything reps. away from. Them. There was some great lifting, and and I don't care what powerlifting meet you go to. Like, you're gonna see some people doing some weird shit. Oh, you know what, always. You know what, you know what my. Uh, <laughs> My personal, I cringed a little bit that I saw happening. What'd you see? I saw the warm-up room, people taking their third attempts just to see what it felt like. Oh, no. I was like, ouch, that hurts my heart. What? Because it's like, if you get it, and it's a third, it should probably be kind of hard. Well, shit, the rest of your lifts are going to feel pretty hard now. Oh, my God. I And, and it wasn't. it was quite a few people. So, I, um, I will... Like when so, I would do hey, my top it's a first, sets, it's a first meet, right, so they're right. learning. But oh, man, God, when I would me. so like when I would do my top sets with you or some like yeah with you, I would like take that weight. You know, if I was doing it for like sets of seven or whatever, or I would like kind of take that weight for a single, and then I would work into my top sets. Right, right. But like on meet day. Yeah, meat day. On meat day, oh my god! Like you, before, I you don't want to you don't want to test how your third feels until no, it's. Your I'm not third. even. I'm not <laughs> like, even going to my my opener. Like I generally have like a fifty yeah, ninety yeah, you, pound jump between my last warm up set and my opener. Yeah, I would I would beg oh people god. to at least have twenty pounds between your last warm up and your opener, regardless of how strong you are. Right. It, and, and and that's something that I'm sure will get better over time because for a lot of people, this was their first right. Meet. Like, this for, was their first meet. This them. is the second year they had it. So and, like. Mentally, they're yeah. like they're like, oh, I, I just mentally I need to see how this feels before. And I have a client um, at the gym that's competed a few times. Dawn, yeah, um, and she's like that too. Like mm-hmm. mid training block, she just wants to kind of feel what her max feels yeah, like. And H- I'm like, I'm gonna kill you. Hannah's like that too. <laughs> Hannah's like that too. Um, I talked. I talked to Dawn today. She sent me a video because on her program this week. Um, so she's she's a teeny teeny tiny person. Oh my gosh, she is um, so small. So at the start of this training block her her max was 110 um and on on her squat and she must have taken 110 probably like 10 times through this training cycle <laughs> and it just cuz she's she, she just mentally like she needs to feel it to make sure this stuff's working you know right. which i get she's she's I, new I, to powerlifting though yeah it, that's I, a new to powerlifting yep. thing because i definitely used to do that a lot and, and now i don't even want to come close all, to my maxes we all that, did that, that often now um training versus versus testing but like mentally especially when you're starting out mm-hmm. you feel like you need to test stuff a lot and then this week i had programmed two by two at 115 right i'm like and then she messaged me today and sent me the video and she was like Oh my god! I just PR'd. I'm like, I know. I keep telling you, don't worry about your max because I'm gonna put it in there. Right. Um, and next week she's working up to 125 for a single, right. and then she's gonna deload, and then she's gonna hit her meet because because that 125 is not a maximal lift for her anymore. Right. Right. Which think about the percentage of gain on that. One to one ten to one twenty five. Yeah, oh yeah, that's, that's a, a that's a ten percent bump in strength. At least. Oh, it's a little bit more than 10. yeah. I mean, it's it's solid, it's a, and and that's gonna be. It's not going to be easy, right? But it's probably going to move about like a kind of heavy opener, right? Um, so like I'm expecting, you know, at least a 125 from her on meet right. day. Um, probably more like a 130, 135. Go which, which, so people out there being dicks, acting like that's not a lot. Don doesn't at, even weigh a hundred pounds. Look, well, and and just look at the percentage of change, right? And she's. She's competed, I think, twice. Mm-hmm. She's maybe been 
thinking about strength stuff for maybe a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's it's kind of newbie gains, but, like, I don't care. Like, that's a huge fucking win, man. If I can get her right. hitting, hitting a 45 on each side, like, that's such a cool feeling. Right. Well, you know, I think of it as, um, as a new person. Um, when I was first started lifting, and I've been, I don't remember how long I've been lifting forever, or it seems like it, um, I would fail lifts all the time in training. Like, like I, I, I'd heard the Ed Cohn speech. I'd heard the speech, never fail lifts in training. And I'm like, fuck that. I can do better. What's that guy know? Right. Like, I'd heard it. I knew it. But I still was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to push the envelope. I'm going to push it a little hard. Um, I think my last prep, I didn't think I failed, but maybe one lift. Um, right. This prep, I haven't failed a single lift. Yeah. Like, I think if I failed it, it was because I Bridgeford's over... Bridgeford's very sub-maximal um, program, yeah, which, and, which is... Good, but well, I, I get how it drives you nuts a little it, bit too. It messes with my mind. Um, and before we started, uh, you know, if we want to dive into my programming or whatever, yeah. Um, before we Fire started, um, so this week we're testing everything. Um, and so I take my first take my take my, uh, take my weight that he wants me to do, and then send him the video, and then we'll kind of collaborate on the weight. Um, so I think the heaviest single I've done this prep was two seventy five, which is fucking sub maximal as hell. Very submaximal. Like, area. like, very. Because you've hit a three seventy in the gym, and you've hit like a three sixty something in yeah. me. Yeah. So it was very, very difficult mentally, like just to like not bench three plates, and it was pissing me off. Yeah, you've been you've been pretty frustrated this prep. Um, this prep really pissed me <laughs> off because so, it's so different. Yes. Um. So first of all, I haven't failed a single lift, which is nice, you know. So I'm not beat. I actually don't feel busted as close to the prep to this close. Um, which is a first for me. I'm normally like everything is busted. Um, but, uh, I went in and I think I did three thirty, three forty yesterday. Yeah. Um, which, you know, that's about what I, that's about my opener. Right. Um, but the thing that, that was crazy to me is, um, I've, I've been one, I've been, I've been kind of sick. Um, I've actually been rather right. sick for a while and I haven't, I've been probably feeling like on a good day, eighty percent. Yeah, I was gonna say your sleep's been trash, your work stress has been trash. Yeah, so like I, I'm been, like you've been running on empty quite a bit. Yeah, so I'm like on a good day at eighty percent. So when I went in and I hit that, um, you know, it was one of the first times my girlfriend and I have been able to work out together in a long time. Um, so she spot, she gave me my lift. She and I talked about my weights. Um, and fuck, it looked like an RP seven and a half seven. Yeah, I, I saw it on Instagram today. I was like, oh dang, okay, bring in the heat now. Finally, that's so I good. I was like, oh, okay, so that's my bench. Um, cool. So so this week uh, tomorrow is squat. Um, and I'm not going to squ- have you been going that. So has bench been the one that's more submaximal than the others, or have they all been? It's just bench has been in your head because it was like two seventy, two fifty. Yeah, I think so. They've all been very submaximal. Okay, like. So, I mean, my heaviest deadlift was, I think, 535. Nice. Um, which is... Very submaximal. 100 pounds. Yeah. yeah. Um, and my heaviest squat was like 435, 455 or something like that. Um, so, you know, everything is very submaximal. So tomorrow I was testing squat. Um, I had been doing everything in the morning at 5 o'clock in the morning. Um, I'm not going to test my squat tomorrow morning at 5 o'clock just That's because... Smart. Well... So I would normally, um, just because that would be when I'd compete. Um, so I like to recreate s- scenario, um, but because of the way you cri- have the longest toes I've ever seen in my entire life. Good lord, quit looking at my creeping feet, me out. You fucking like, weirdo. No, put it back up there. I want to see it. Oh Jesus Christ! No, turn it. Jesus, what in the man? This man's t- taking a picture of my foot. Yeah, I just want Ellen to see how long your toes are. Okay, this is the man. I don't know if I feel what safe. Is- is there a timer? What, what in the happen? world? Hold on. Hold on. Oh, gosh. Anyway, so. You keep talking. I'm going to keep talking about get, my squat while you take pervy I'm gonna get this pedophilic pictures of my feet. I'm getting this into portrait mode. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, so um, <laughs> Chris and I are collaborating on picking the weights. So we're working up to a certain weight. I sent him the video, and then we kind of go from there. So um, Chris is in Washington State on the West Coast, which is three hours behind us. So if I go into train at five o'clock in the morning, that is two o'clock his time. That is pretty goddamn disrespectful. I can't believe you just took a picture of my feet. I'm gonna post it. Hashtag longest toes in the game. You know what? I hey, you know what? Maybe maybe our subscribers will you know what subscribe to our Patreon 
And uh, I'll send you feet. He'll pics. send. He'll send you. He'll send you whatever kinky, weird body pics you need. Oh my gosh! I would love to be. Toes, like, I would be an OnlyFans model for feet. Knuckles. Would you do that? Yeah. Would you? Would you? Would you model your? I don't understand why women won't do that. I would model my dick on OnlyFans. I'm serious. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I'd do my dick. I mean, but feet. It's like, like, put some makeup on it. Like, give, yeah, paint it. Eyes. I had a buddy from high school who, who would, who when we were in high school, he would he was he was rather creative at his his little his dick pics. I remember one time we were at. A, Did I ever show you the Christmas one? What? It's not mine. It's someone that someone sent me. Oh God! No. Sorry, you continue your story. Anyway, well, my buddy he he would take a highlighter and cover his dick in a highlighter fluid or whatever, and then put a black light next to it. Oh, that's amazing! I was like. He's like, dude, it works every time. I'm Ellen, like, if you're listening, we're I'm like doing God, this. I'm like, God damn it, man. Um I need clever to go to Spencer's ass, and get Clever ass kid. Um I think he's an engineer now. Like a pretty like a medical engineer or something. Like some fucking highlighter, fancy thing. right? Right, like right. suck it. Man, I'll tell you what, I don't know about <laughs> you and your friends from high school or your peers from high school, but my friends that like I got no I was lot. a nerd, I had no friends. I, I had a lot of the friends I had, like, we got into a lot of trouble or we caused a lot of trouble we didn't necessarily get caught but like one of them is a doctor one of them's a pilot one of them's like a medical the pilot engineer surprised me if he was a prick growing up <laughs> and so like <laughs> it's just funny because i'm like i have friends who are in this rather serious profession like professions right. and we caused all sorts of hell like um doing fuck. childhood right and so that's my thing is like so whenever you Write kids off for being little asshole kids. Well, let them be. be let, they can be little asshole adults, but still productive. Right? Yeah, I'm hoping that motherfucker will actually. I'll tell you what. If my fr- if I got on that plane and my friend was the pilot, I'd get <laughs> right the fuck off. I'd be like, dude, no. <laughs> oh man, the stories I could tell about that kid. What's his name? I'm not telling you. I don't want him to lose his pilot license. Okay. Yes. Oh man. I am drinking my my gallon of water. I am now galloning water, water loading. Nice. I'm a little fat, a little bloated. Um, okay, about, you got to. I'm about 209, 208 right Okay, now. so you got a little bit to cut. Yeah, I got some water. Dude, I'm move. down to like 281, 282 right now. Oh, yeah? Um, I only got to be down to 275. Nice. Well, so I, uh, I had like to do a med I'm like eight weeks change. out still. I had to do a change with my meds. Did I tell oh, you yeah. that? Uh-uh. So I was talking to my doctor, and um, this is something I'm okay with talking about this. Uh, I get my, my stuff. Everything I take is prescribed because, well, don't be a fucking jackass. So we went and um, we looked at my estrogen, and it was, like, super fucking high. Oh, you did tell me that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And he's like, dude. So you- it's like water retention. Yeah, so I'm retaining a ton of water right now. Um, so we, we increased my... Uh, letrozole that I was is prescribed. It, is that why you only have six abs right now? Yes. Damn, that sucks. Oh, I have eight plus vein, ab vein. <laughs> did, you ever, did you ever get that? Have you ever been that lean? Yeah. Ab vein? Yeah, like when I was, when I was 258, I had some ab veins, and I was <sighs> like, that's weird. Ab veins and quad veins. Yeah. I have uh, I got some Oh, they're coming ones. back. They're coming back to a, to a strong man, <clears throat> Dan, near you. Summer Shred 22. Yeah, I might, get, I might get down to 270. Who knows? All I, all I know is, is <laughs> I have had this little bug in my ear about doing a men's physique show. Yeah. I don't know if I'll do it. Um, I kind of want to, though, because A, it's a different challenge, and yeah. B... It, it's basically an off-season, right? It's an off-season challenge. Get, like, some, get some joint and, and neurological healing. Right. Well, the only... So, I mean, it'll, like... You get that lean, it can be hard on your joints, right? Um, I meant like like a, from a give them a break from heavy heavy. Right. Lines. I don't know if I can do that though. I, I think I think you'll hate it because I, I think I think you'll hate being stuck in like eights to twelves. Yeah, yeah. Or eights to twenties, depending on the body part. Right. Right. Well, yeah. I was a uh, I was in the sauna today because I'm trying to just take care of my body and get some like sauna time because I'm a big believer in the sauna work and the heat work and. Yep. I was like, man, if only I could do like bodybuilding stuff, but I hit triples. One, two, like work up to a heavy triple or heavy double on nice. like my main lift and then just blast my accessories. I'm like, can I get jacked that way? Dude. Is that is that bodybuilding? 
Because if that's bodybuilding, I could do that. <laughs> like, I, I could do that. That's all it is. I mean, I feel like that's bodybuilding. <laughs> that's basically bodybuilding, right? Isn't that what Ronnie Coleman did? Yeah, same thing. Deadlift 800 pounds. For three or whatever the hell he did. Yeah, end up in a wheelchair or whatever. Walkers. Hey, right. Hey, pricey pay, man. What? Right? I mean, live fast, die young, I suppose. Yeah, he fucked up that last part. Like, he's going to survive. He's just going to be, like, halfway crippled. <laughs> yeah. God. Worse. We need, he needs he some still of, looks like he still like if you, looks if you look when he's jacked. like lifting and stuff like he's still pretty jacked. Yeah. Like but I mean shit if you were eight time Mr. Olympia you should right, probably like, well, maintain so, some kind of muscle well, the rest so of your life. Did you ever listen to him when he was on uh, Joe Rogan? Mm-mm. He would walk around. Oh, I've seen the clip where he's like, oh, you know, the basic, some D-ball, no. the DECA, the testosterone. No, he like suspension. talks about what he would... Um, like his body fat percent, like his just his natural walk around body fat percentage was like below five. Jesus. And then when he was in show, because like he wouldn't even try, he would try. What the fuck? What it was? It he was like he would like try for four months out of the year, three months out of the year. He would just go balls to the walls, dude. And and, and he could just maintain a and not super to say lean he didn't physique. Work hard because if you saw his training, you know that fucker worked hard. He was right. Metroflex doing crazy shit. But uh, yeah, wasn't Josh Bryant his coach back in the day? I have no idea. Um, that but, may be wrong, but, but I know Josh Bryant coached a lot of people at Metroflex. Um, but yeah, dude, you can't deny that genetics are a super valuable tool, especially um, when it comes to body. Well, well, when it comes to anything. Well, but, but like, uh, and not necessarily like amateur, even pro. Oh yeah, you know, there are some pro level bodybuilders who are awesome, and then there's like the Olympia level pro bodybuilders. The top guys are like freaks. Work just as hard. Or harder than the right. guys below them, and they have the genetics. Just like right. when you see NFL, there's a lot of guys that play great college ball, right? But the genetic freaks are the ones that end up in the NFL, right? And even then, in the NFL, there's there's like the freaks, mm-hmm. and then there's the kind of freaks, right? We just need the like real freaks where we can start letting them take drugs. Oh like, my god! Like back in the '90s or the '80s, I have, <laughs> I have, I have I or have. the XFL. Make the XFL oh, great geez, again. Yes, <sighs> the Rock owns. I'd it. I'd buy that hat. The Rock owns it. Oh, he voted for Biden. He won't make him make the XFL great again hat because <sighs> Sleepy Joe, eight yeah. and a half, eight, eight, eighty Could million. Could you imagine he hadn't he hadn't endorsed any political candidate ever, and the one you choose to hang your hat on is probably the most like the most like, disliked, literally the ever. worst ever. Like, because he's just like a, a puppet master for like socialist overlords. He's what his, his, Kamala's rating is like 25, 28, and his is she, like thirty three. Yeah, the only, I don't know how the, hers is lower. The only way that he would not be the lowest rated president in history is if Kamala took over, <laughs> right? <laughs> that she would be. Yeah, well, but if you look at so, so I think Kamala's like nervous tick laugh. Terrifies just, the I mean, fuck out of well, me, man. And, and people could say that's not fair. It's because she's a woman, and people like hate the cackle or whatever. But that was a thing that Hillary had too. That people just didn't like. And I'm not saying it's fair to yeah. not think it's okay for a woman to have like a cackle, a, a big laugh when a dude can. And it's like fine. Like I get it. It's a double standard. But the reality is, like, it does rub people wrong. Yeah. Um, it, and if you look at the Democrat primaries running into it, because remember, she was running against Joe for the yeah. presidential bid, you know, calling him a rapist and, and bringing oh, yeah. forth allegations of that mm-hmm. a rapist and a racist, actually. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, it, but, you know, now she, she's a Klansman. Cool he's it. a Klansman. Or um, he, was, he was involved with those guys. Yeah, I mean, she brought up a lot of old dirt for Biden, but, you know, she's we the forgot, right. We, we conveniently forget about. She is the right ethnicity yeah. for his VP candidate, so she got the bid. But right. that's besides the point. She was, like, the lowest polled candidate up there. Like, her her base did not like her at all. She was one of the first ones out. What? So, Yeah. Like, go back and look at the, I guess I didn't the run, the the run for the 2020, and there was one, at one point, because she was the one that the establishment really wanted, right? Like, she checks all the boxes, she's mm-hmm. multiracial, she's female, um, she's, you know, she's she's pulling for a lot of, like, the, the far-left things. Um, so, on paper, the party was, like, very much in favor of her, and then she did have a big bump, I forget what she did, but she had something, one of the debates that gave her a huge bump, um, and then she was, like, out right after. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Uh, 
So she did have, like, her time in the sun for a second, but then, like, the more she talked, the more everyone was like, nope. Yeah. Um, but they liked her as a VP candidate for, like, for, right. for she reasons. Right, all the boxes, that, right. For reasons that make sense from, like, um, um, from the, the, oh, my God. What am I trying to think of? Search the eye. Their inclusivity, whatever. They're, they're, coalition that they're trying to build based on skin color she checks oh, out and gender I, I and like, like yeah. classification stuff because mm-hmm. they like to push for that like she checked a ton of boxes right. so she made a ton of sense she's not a she's not a straight white man old man yeah well and especially if the top of the ticket is like an old white man god damn you got, i mean i, I get, hate that on both sides that I, bothers that annoys the fuck out i of get me. i get the why they picked her i just right. think they were probably in the back room like, holy shit, is there literally anyone else besides her that checks these boxes that we can pick? And they're like, nope. And they're like, fuck. Right. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, well, then I guess we, we decided to venture into this political sphere. Have you? Uh, how close have you been filing that Rittenhouse trial? Pretty close. <clears throat> Shouldn't even be about to trial. Wait, I, haven't, I haven't seen the full details. All I know is, is there he... So here's my thing. Okay. The kid had no business being there. The kid acted in self-defense. Why did he not have business being there? Because he's 17. Are you not allowed to be on a public street at 17? Not when you live an hour away. He lives 20 minutes away. Oh, I thought he lived like an hour away and his mom dropped him off. Nope. He went to his mom dropped him off at work. Oh, those details. I didn't know that. It's details the media did not tell you about, but details that if you were um, digging into the the whole thing you you would have known for like four months, but it's so hard to find that shit now. Right, right. It gets um, married, but it now, gets that buried in, under now that it's in the case and it's public record, it's right. easier to find now. Um, so I will say this: it should not be a seventeen-year-old's job to go like help protect a bunch of shit. Right. But a seventeen-year-old shouldn't be needing to go protect a bunch of shit because you shouldn't be burning a bunch of shit down anyway. Right. So here's my thing with uh, this whole entire thing is. We were founded as a nation on not putting up with that shit. Yes. Like, okay, so, and this bugs me, and people think I'm crazy. So we say the pledge every day at work, you know, because I work in a school setting. So we do the pledge every single day. I think I'm the only staff member that no matter what I'm doing, I stop, and I do the pledge every fucking day. That is a lost art in, in, um, in in the workplace is saying the pledge of allegiance because I know for a fact back in the day they used to start your work day with the pledge like I don't know why we stopped doing that but like like I say that every day the same exact way because mm-hmm. I'm like no this is America like if somebody wants to fuck with America like I'm gonna fuck with you whether that is right. foreign or domestic like the kid act like so, the country so was founded on not putting up with that shit so so he went to work in where where was this Kenosha? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, in Kenosha because he was a lifeguard there. His friend there, um, he didn't even cross lines with a firearm because it was at his friend's house. So that was a lie that the media was pushing: is that he crossed state lines with a firearm, which is illegal. He's like, no, he didn't, because it was his buddy's gun mm-hmm. that they bought in Kenosha. Right. So he didn't do that, and and. Then you know, I, I think, I think the silly thing is that you, I get it. I I'm a protector. I get the need to like protect stuff. I understand that, right? But I'm just saying, at 17, it's not my, his responsibility. If my kid was 17, he's like, hey, I'm gonna go protect these businesses. I'll be like, like fuck you are, right? I don't yeah. whip his ass and kept him at home. But that being said, that is the only thing in my mind where I'm like, ooh, he fucked up. He probably just, it's probably just not the wisest choice. But right. I mean, he's 17. I don't expect wise choices from 17 right. year olds. I think if anybody should be under, and I I think if anybody should be at blame for this, maybe mom and dad take a little bit of blame in or, or, or a little the, bit of responsibility. I think the I think, people assaulting him should be to blame. Well, duh. But like, if you're going to, if you're going to place it on his side, the written house right. side, like, Okay, point the finger at mom or dad and be like, why the fuck did you let him go well, if you knew plus, this was going on? And but Yeah, I, maybe he shouldn't even gone to work that day because right. he knew this shit was going to go down. But like, but but even then, yeah, no, the motherfucker, the thing that made it should have been cut and dry is I see the guy who is, the facepalm incident with the, the prosecutor. <laughs> right. Like that right there, he is innocent. So, like what the fuck so he shot, he shot and killed two people. And injured one. The one that was injured was on the stand, 
Right. And the attorney was like, hey, uh, so when did he, did he shoot you while you had your gun down? And the guy was like, no, I, I raised, I, I had my gun. Uh, and he's like, okay, well, were you pointing it at him or was it pointed? So he's like, well, I was, I was bringing it out to point it at him. It was like, okay, so he didn't shoot you until you were bringing it out to, sh- to point it at him, right? Yeah. And the prosecution called that witness. Yeah. Not the defense. Right. Like, like I feel like every, I heard, did you listen to the opening statements at all? Um, no, I didn't. So I listened to the prosecution's opening statements the day it was happening because uh, Stephen Crowder had a, a live stream of it going on. Oh, Ben Shapiro's had it live all week. Yeah. And, dude, when the prosecution was giving its opening statements, I was like, wait, is this the prosecution or the defense? <laughs> like, literally really? everything they said poked holes in their own case. Like, there's no case. There, there have been prosecutors disbarred for bringing cases like this. Like, yeah, I mean, where, where there is like literally no evidence of wrongdoing, mm-hmm. and you decided to ruin this person's life and persecute them anyway. Right. That's a disbar. Like, you I can mean, get disbarred for that. Yeah. Well, so this kid's now gonna now his life is completely gonna be forever changed. No, yeah, because he's gonna sue and make. Well, so well yeah, much I mean because money. he, yeah, I mean this is a this is a sign me up for that. I will go on TV and be on trial. I mean, Jesus Christ! If, if I'm gonna get twenty mil at the end of it, right? For pain and suffering, man. I'll tell you what. What made me laugh is LeBron James called him a bit, like basically made fun of him, crocodile tears or whatever. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I hate LeBron James. Well, he is with a any, passion. Anytime he weighs in on political stuff, he's so out of line, he's so and, off, and he hasn't. No, yeah, he his tu- he is so out of touch with so, reality. So and yeah, when when Rittenhouse was like crying or whatever on the stand, we were like, oh, it's so fake, it's so fake. I'm like, I don't know. I just watched a kid come to terms with the fact that he killed two people in a super stressful situation, and now he's got a million cameras on him. Like he just fucking had a mental breakdown, man. Like yeah. I feel like. If I was that kid, I would have had the exact same thing happen. Right. Like, and so would LeBron. Well, LeBron cries. LeBron cries from cramps. To pretend, to pretend there's a foul or some shit. Right. Like, LeBron's a pussy. <laughs> like, I ha- I have never liked LeBron James, ever. Like, even when he got first in the league, I've never liked him. Like, I, I don't see the appeal. I do not like when kids look up to him because I don't think he's a good role model. Right. I get to look up to him because he's a good athlete. But if you're looking for role model, role model, right. I, I don't know. Now, that being said, he has stayed out of trouble. Yeah, he has, this he has stayed out of the political, uh, well, not, not, or, or, or like, like trouble, trouble. Yeah. He's kept his nose clean. He's so kept far. his nose clean. Like, or we if, just haven't seen it. If social media, oh, you don't believe people aren't trying to get him dirty? I mean. If, if Michael Jordan had to live with the social media we have today. Oh, God. He would be out of the league. Man. Oh my god, like, Michael Jordan, his his alcoholism, his, his alcoholism and gambling his, his and gambling. Who, who knows what else? Man. God, he was, you know, but hey, Michael was better. He was better. Way better. We'll fucking fight anybody who <laughs> says he wasn't. I think Kobe was better. Dude, I do too. Kobe was <sighs> Kobe solid. got a short short end of the stick. Kobe still wasn't Michael Jordan, but but he was definitely better than LeBron. Oh yeah. Um I feel like LeBron, like he's, it's kind of like when Shaq was in the discussion of being like one of the best ever or whatever. Right. I'm like, well, he's such a physical specimen. That piece made him so good. Right. And I feel like LeBron's like that, but I will say LeBron's probably more talented than Shaquille. Um, Especially I if know. you're talking free throws. <laughs> yeah. I don't but know. But like they're both like so just big and strong Sha- in well, a so presence that it makes. I saw something funny on Facebook the other day about Shaq. Um, so and I don't watch the NBA at all because right. it is so politicized in my opinion. But um, Shaq commented so Nikola Joker, I don't know some one of the one of the like really big uh, almost said linemen centers in the NBA right. like clocked some dude. Dang. I guess because like the guy was mouthing off to him and talking <laughs> shit, and Shaq's like couldn't take it. Hey, you know what? Back when I was playing, I'd do this. I did the same shit. <laughs> Because there was like some like fucking tiny little guard mouthing mm-hmm. off. Shaq's like, yeah, mouth off to someone bigger, see what happens. I just Hulk smash the shit out of people. It's right. Fine. I mean, Jesus Christ, um, Shaq's a big dude. He's a big motherfucking dude, and he was even he wasn't even as big as he is now. Yeah, like like when he got into the league, he wasn't like a he was tall and a he was presence, like seven foot, like three hundred. But like he got bigger. <laughs> yeah, 
Like, he got bigger and became more of a presence, and his free throw percentage went down. Yeah, but they didn't need him for his free throws. No, fuck no. <laughs> God, Jack. Um, cool. Well, hey, I feel like we did our piece of political shenanigans. I, f- I feel good. I feel like it's washed clean from my soul. Um, free written house, which is totally going to happen. Because, right. like, oh, my God, the judge is just... The judge is just the prosecutor. <laughs> <laughs> when the judge is pissed at the prosecutor, you know the case is going out. Oh, my Like, God. it may not go to the jury. It may get mistrialed with prejudice. Oh, you think? I, they motioned for it, and he said he'll take it under consideration. Wow. Uh, mistrialed with prejudice means... Like, sometimes if you just do a mistrial, it's like they got to retry it. Mm-hmm. A mistrial with prejudice means I'm throwing it out. It can never be tried again. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, I don't know anything about law stuff. Yeah. Um, that's some smart people stuff. Yeah. I've been yeah. been in the law. Um, I was going to say, yeah, you worked in the... I worked I, in adjacent. Um, law adjacent. Law adjacent. <laughs> so, ooh, I have a couple things. Oh, yeah? Two things that are cool. Yeah. One, I got. I, I just can't do my own programming because I can't be trusted to not kill myself. I was talking about that with, uh, with. Uh, I think I was talking about that with Don. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. About like how we have to have someone else do it for us. Yep. I am good at programming for people. You can see by the results my people get. Mm-hmm. But like, oh my god, if I program for myself, I just try to tweak, tweak with it so much that I eventually get myself hurt. Right. <laughs> um. So I reached back out to Mike, my longtime uh, homie that programs for me. Um, and he's got me hooking up. He's got me training three days a week, which hurts oh. my heart. But whenever I train for strongman, like four days a week, hey, speaking of it training, hurts my what the body. fuck was the deal with the wetsuit? That was the other thing I wanted to talk about. Okay, because Hannah asked me about that. I was like, I don't know. It was weird as hell. <laughs> You're like, I don't know. It's Danny's doing stupid shit, right? <laughs> You're like, he can't mess with his programming now, so he's gonna fuck with other things. Yeah, I, so, I mean, yeah, that's basically what I told her. It's it's kind of a, a guinea pig thing. Um, so. I actually, I think I'm going to link a link to the podcast of the guy that originally turned me on to this. Um, And there's some interesting, so, okay, so here's, here's the thoughts, right? The thoughts are better muscle activation because shit gets warmed up, Mm -hmm. which this is like the first time I felt my glutes deadlifting in like forever. So that piece I immediately felt. Like from the tightness? Uh, from the heat. Interesting. Warming Sorry. up, warming up your stuff. Now, it's funny you mentioned the tightness because this other piece is about the tightness, not about the warmth. Spot reduction of body fat. Oh, I've I've read about that. Um, brown brown fat or whatever. Yeah. So it's it's it's. Uh, um, I think Huberman talked about it briefly. Yes, Huberman has talked about it a little bit. So the dude I was talking with, uh, Julian Pinot. Uh, who founded Strong Fit? He got real big after he was on Barbell Shrugged for a little bit. Um, he competes Strongman a little bit. Um, he's worked a lot with like higher level CrossFit athletes to kind of fix imbalances and dysfunction kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a he's a real like it's like if a person was that book Super Training by Mel Sif, that that's him. Um, He's a French dude. He's he's got Aspergers, so he like dives super deep on stuff. Uh, he is a huge thing on like neurological things and like how that impacts training, uh, parasympathetic versus sympathetic stuff. And he's got a ton about internal versus external rotation to correct movements and how to undo a bunch of shit. Um, so that's kind of a super brief very surface area of him. Um, they have a podcast that's super interesting, very sciencey. Ooh, um, I like sciencey ones. So I, I'll link that podcast on our Instagram link tree thing. Um, just because I'm sure I'm already, I'm already getting people like being like, why the fuck are you wearing a wetsuit? Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, it was weird. I, um, I was like, what the fuck? All right, Dan, but now people, own thing. now people ignore the Crocs. <laughs> Fucking so, Crocs, so, man. So here's, here is the thing. So, and this is something that has been kind of talked about with in bodybuilding for a long time is like spot reduction of body fat. And in general, science is like, no, nah, it's just general reduction. And by and large, that's fairly true. Now, what happens is the tightness of the wetsuit, so you get it a size lower than what you should get. How the hell did you get that damn thing on? It It's not easy. But I also got one where it's like it zips all the way down the leg and all the way up. So it's oh. little, I really only have to struggle to get the first leg in. Then it's not bad. 
Um, and it's it's sh- it's short sleeved and like about short length, so it's not as right. bad as like a full one. Um, but man, it took me a while to find one that would fit my big ass to begin with. So I was wondering, where did you find it? Amazon. Yeah, everything's they, on Amazon. Actually I guess one size bigger than the one I got that actually would have fit me. And then this is like the size down. After I talked to Julian, he's like, "Oh no, go the size down because it's not the heat; it's the pressure and the skin irritation that creates the desired effect." So, what happens is you're familiar with like sympathetic versus parasympathetic nervous system. Yes. So for the listeners, parasympathetic is when you're just kind of chilling. Sympathetic is when you're kind of in that fight or flight. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're wanting to do a max lift, you, of course, want to be in, you know, sympathetic. So that's right. why doing shit like snorting ammonia, going, ah, ah, like breathing heavy, getting mm-hmm. slapped, shit like that, that gets you kind of in that frame. Um, and if you're doing like a longer endurance run or you're just doing like sets of 10, it's definitely you're going to be more in a parasympathetic right. state. Um, so... They found that when tissues are in a sympathetic state, so even fatty tissue, so if your nervous system, if the nervous system's in a sympathetic state, um, the nerve impulses actually go all the way out to the extremities into the fat, even. Mm-hmm. If you are in a parasympathetic state, those impulses don't go out that far. So if you can localize irritation in a sympathetic response in the skin the theory is that you could possibly be activating that tissue more and then by default getting potentially spot reduction of body fat in the space that has that compression and that skin irritation interesting so that's the thought <clears throat> behind it um and and he's used it for probably 10 years or so and swears by it hmm. and has a bunch of anecdotal evidence of it working with people or whatever um so i mean i'm on a cut anyway right so for me i'm gonna be losing body fat anybody hey if this can accelerate yeah it, but if you know like if, say if, you re- hold your body fat around your hips or your mm-hmm. waist and you know that's where you are the last place to lose your body fat but it and seems you can get it coming away a little quicker, quicker yep. you know you know always obviously it's calories in versus yep. calories out but if it's easy for you to lose the body fat on your traps but right. really hard to lose it on your gut, you know, and then you and you can accelerate and you that gut loss. And I've the cut, trap will, you know, and I've, makes I've, sense. I've cut weight before, so I know if it's going faster than normal, right? Um, but that being said, I'm changing two things, right? Like I'm I'm implementing the neoprene training, um, and his other thing is you definitely want to use it on lifting days, not on like like I'm not going to use it on my strongman event days because that's okay. that's different. It's too much. Um, but like just general strength training, like heavy days, mm-hmm. he, he said that's kind of the spot where you want them. Uh, no more than two days a week, just because it's too like fatiguing on your nervous system. Interesting. So, dude, the amount of like just general, I f- like you know how like when you're hungry it sucks, but when you're hangry you're like yeah. just unbearable. It's like being hangry during training. Ooh, fuck yeah, that. I, no, I so hate like, training I'm, like that. I'm like, I know it's doing something because I fucking hate everything right now. <laughs> like, I'm like, well, we'll try it and see how it goes. But so, so I'm changing two things, right? Like my diet and calories are going down and right. I'm adding this. So it's hard to really point to what the bigger moving factor is. But Ellen's going to mess with it because she kind of has an, uh, problem spots like every person has, right? right? Uh, that she that she thinks she wants to really focus on. And I was like, so she's got some three millimeter thick wetsuit, like shorts coming. Hmm. So, but she's not changing her diet or doing anything else. So she's like at maintenance and adding this in. So it'll be a more, for me, a better, a better observational study. Right. Um, And I have a lot of female clients, right. And and that's a Mm -hmm. problem area for a lot of female clients. And if I can find one more little edge, like I got a lot of gen pop female clients. Right. If I can find one more little edge, why not? Right. You know? um, it's not an advantage, it's a disadvantage. It works Thank belts. Really. The it works belts were kind of sort of onto something, but they're looking at it more as a you sweat more. Right. Not, so they may have accidentally kind of been right. <laughs> Interesting. I don't know. I was, but, but you know, it's, it's funny you bring for, that up. The jury for me is still out until we get some more data from me and her messing with it. 
Interesting. It's, it's interesting you bring it up because I, <laughs> I was actually thinking about the it works stuff and all those, like when I was in college or when I was finishing college, like that MLM oh, so big. stuff was so big, you know, five years ago and it's just like died, disappeared. It's uh, interesting. I wonder where it went. We're starting a new one called a, uh, neoprene works oh, Jesus and, fuck. uh, yep. So stay <laughs> tuned for that. We'll, uh, oh, hold on. Let's do this real quick. Just want to holler at you guys about how you can support Meathead Chatter, the podcast here. You can give us a follow at Meathead Chatter on Instagram. In the bio, we have a pretty sweet link that can take you to many things, one of which being our Patreon. If you enjoy the podcast and want to show your support for as little as $5 a month, you can be a supporting member and we can be friends. You can be a friend of the podcast. If you're wanting something a little more for 30 bucks a month, we do have available template programming for powerlifting and strongman sent out weekly. You can just sign up for either one of those and get something for your money other than this sweet-ass entertainment. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram individually, at strongman underscore Dan for me, and at PSAC16 for Preston. Cool. Well, and, that and, was... and definitely... Um, be sure to sign up for our newsletter to hear all about Neoprene Works. Jesus Christ. And give us a five-star review. Neoprene Works. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we got a couple minutes left. Um, we're gonna, So we'll go back to our <clears throat> regularly scheduled uh, over-under. Unless you got anything interesting in the movie world. I know you just saw Eternals. I just saw Dune this week. Oh, I, shit. Yesterday. How, what do you think of it? It was good. It's so good. I loved it. I like that they still had the knife fight. I don't even care that it was a little different. I think was, it's great. Um, it was and solid. Hannah didn't realize up until like the other day when we were watching it, we we, we restarted it again. Um, and she realized it says Dune and then underneath part one. She didn't know that it said part one. Yeah. She didn't realize that it was definite at part two. So we're pretty excited about that. But did anyway. You, did you watch it all the way through yet? I still haven't watched it all you the way through. Suck. I fall asleep every time. I am at like... I, I am so my sleep is so busted that I can't wait to be normal again. You got to get through worlds first, then you yeah. can functionally watch a movie. Oh my god, it sucks. <laughs> anyway, so over under, I have two of them. So overrated on over under sauna. Use it, the use of a sauna for general health. Yes, I think underrated. Um, so when I was needed to cut weight to get in the 242 class a couple years back. Mm -hmm. I went deep dive research on sauna stuff. And, dude, yeah, there is a lot of uh, muscle recovery benefits to yes. sauna. Um, yeah, uh, man, I, I I dug in a lot. Um, and I, I think it was because either I heard it on Joe Rogan or Mark Bell's Powercast. Um, and they talked about the cardiovascular benefits of it. Interesting. Talk to me about that. So, so think about how difficult it is to breathe hot air. Hmm. And it's just like it's taxing on the system. You get yeah. out of the sauna and you're like, you're fucking exhausted. And so you do get a little bit of cardiovascular benefit from it. Um, I don't remember who the fuck the doctor was. Um, he was like a new age doctor. I'll have to find it because um, he was talking about how um, like he would do like shrooms and acid and like, <laughs> it was like crazy shit. And but was in like, the sauna. He was, a, he was a professor. Like he was a, he was a doctor. So like he knew shit. But um, yeah, it was interesting. Um, the other thing I was going to ask you is overrated, underrated, um, fasted training. Overrated. Really? Super overrated. Um, when you look at the research, there are more calories burned during, but it makes almost no difference when you look at it in a 24-hour period. Um, with the exception, with the exception of if you are on steroids, Oh, it yeah? has a marginally better benefit. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Uh, I looked into it about three or four years ago. I mean, there may be new research that I'm unaware of now, but but as far as what I read, um, when I was looking at the aggregate of studies, they basically came to the conclusion that, like, just kind of bro science-y. Interesting. I've, I, I mean, I don't... I can't train fasted. I used to train fasted all the time. And I would like, oh, yeah, fasted. Like, I bragged about trying right. to train fasted. That's the most important thing to do when you're doing fasted anything is to, like, tell everyone you did fasted. Yeah, anything. yeah. So, like, your numbers are, you you have bitch it's numbers, like, but it's because you're fasted, right? It's like opposite fight club rules. Right, right. 
That's like being a vegan or in CrossFit. Yeah. You got to tell everybody you do CrossFit. Tell yeah. everyone do you're you vegan. Even, do you even, are you even vegan if no one knows it? Right. Like, what? It's like the tree fall thing. Right. Do you <laughs> have any o- of them? Any over-unders? I feel so bad because I had like two really good ones earlier today and I meant to write them down and I, I didn't. The sauna um, one came to me today when I was in the sauna and I, because I always, the sauna one's a big for me and I wish I did. Like as something I really want in my hand, when I build a house, eventually if I build a house is I want a sauna. Um, because it is like just, I feel so much better after being in a sauna. Overrated or underrated? Bigger meets that you have to travel to if it's not the showdown or the Kern. Underrated. Underrated? I think it is underrated. Um, Do tell. Or maybe it's just me. <clears throat> but I I like to be pushed and I like to be challenged. And at least because we live in Indiana, there's not a lot of 198ers. Right. There's not a lot of raw or classic raw, but most of the time there's not a lot of raw 198 powerlifters. So you get to actually compete against more people. It's not necessarily about just pushing your total. Right. Like, like if I, like, I mean, if fuck, when I, like, remember, um, and this was something that you guys were like, oh, yeah, you won best lifter. And I was like, no, I fully expect to win best lifter at every meet I do in Indiana. Right. Like, like, I, I'm, like I'm not trying I, to be a dick or self absorbed to... or whatever you want to call it, but like, I, you know, if I'm going to go do a pretty small 60 right. person meet, I'm going to, I expect to. The odds are I'm going to be the best. Yeah, I expect to, at the very least, get a higher total than anyone in the two, 275s or right. 308s. Right, I mean, because I have an elite total, so, like... Right. Um, like, like, like what... Like, there are not a the, ton of people and there in be, Indiana with elite totals. Yeah, there may be, like, two or three in Indiana, and you all probably aren't competing at the same meet because right. you have different training cycle timings. You, you, right, I will never compete with Jacob Areta because um, right. he'll beat me. He, he might be. You're like, I will win every local meet I go to because I will not do one with him. Um, so I yeah. feel like that with Brad. Um, well, yeah, right. Um, no, because he, I mean, it'd be close. That would be the one where my deadlift would matter. Yeah, your deadlift would matter because he's going to outbench you by, mm-hmm. by a chunk because he, he just hit 410 at yes, that meet. Yes, he, he, will, he will outbench me. Um, he and I have very similar squats. Similar squats. And- um, it'd be the deadlift. Yeah, because he squatted just over six in wraps, and you squatted just over six in wraps. Mm, I think my best in wraps is six thirty. Yeah, you deadlift more than him though, so yes. it'd basically be like how much does he outbench you versus how much you out deadlift yep. him. Um, I mean, it would be a tough. It'd be. I think it'd be fun. It'd be, it'd be close. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it'd be fun, Dude, and guys, I like him. You guys should sign up for the same meet sometime <sighs> just to fucking off. see. I. So I don't know when I'm going to do my next one. It'll I'm be- Preston. Big meets matter because you get to compete against people. What about this dude that's neck and neck with you? I don't want to compete against him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I get it though. But I like him. I think it'd be fun. I haven't competed against like a friend in a long yeah. time. Like I had a buddy in high school when we swam together that like we were the best on the team, the two best on the team, and like we would push each other, but we also would like fuck around all the time. Right. So I feel like it would it, it would be a fun meet to do with him. Yeah, that'd um, be cool. I have to find I have to find one in like the summer. In the summer cuz we got to do uh we got to do one to prep for or qualify for worlds. Yeah. In Moscow. So I I'm prepping for the strongman show right now. Right. And after the strongman show I'm going to figure out if here's a couple options for me. Because I'll likely be qualified for nationals. If I don't qualify for nationals, it'll make my choices a lot easier. But, um, but I'll qualify for nationals probably, and then I got to decide if I enjoy it. Because my last strongman show, I did it, and I got done, and I'm like, I hated it. Like, I I wish I just didn't even do this today. <laughs> um, and I I I podiumed, like I did right. I did good, but like I just hated every second of the day. And it's not because there was anything wrong with the show. Is that the team just, one you did? Oh no, I wasn't thinking about that one. It was uh it was the one I did up in Huntington. It was in a parking lot, it was hot. Oh yeah, I remember. But, but it wasn't even that it was hot. I just the whole day I was like, I just don't want to do any of these events. Right. And I've never felt like that in a powerlifting me, except for squats, but that's just because I hate squats. Right. But, um and I've never felt like that in a strongman show before. Um, unless I got hurt halfway through it and then I was like, I don't want to do this fucking next right. thing and I did it anyway. But um so we'll see how I feel after this meet, but I Nationals would be the end of June in New Hampshire. Um, and I would think if I'm wanting to do Worlds in Moscow, I'd stick a powerlifting meet like in March. So I'm like, depending on how I feel after this show, right. I'm definitely going to do a powerlifting meet in March-ish. 
and and then uh, and then I'll either not do nationals if I was just kind of like meh, or I'll do nationals and I'll do worlds. The only but problem with me with me doing stuff. doing a uh, worlds in Moscow is I'm not ready to fill out a 220 weight class, <clears throat> so I'd have to stay at 198. Is that Yuri? No, it was the the two forty two is Yuri, I think. Oh, okay. Um, depending on what what he wants to weigh in, but I think he's he's pretty <laughs> solidified at two forty two. Dang. Um, God, he got big. He's big, but no, I I can't fill out a two twenty unless I need. Dude, I, that's like a whole other year. I know. My boss needs to pay me like ten percent more, so oh, I could afford the food to, bill. I couldn't. I can't afford to eat it. Like Biden needs to stop fucking up inflation, right. and, and then maybe we could afford to eat enough. Right. <laughs> I don't know. My grocery bill's up like thirty percent. Is it ours? Yeah. Is I don't think ours has really moved. Really? Yeah. We, but I mean, we fucking spend. We spend like one hundred and eighty bucks a week on groceries a piece. Damn. Like or like in total, at least one hundred and eighty bucks, two hundred bucks a week of groceries. Dude, well, we eat a ton of food. Yeah. And we eat a ton of vegetables. Vegetables will do it. You gotta stop that shit. I just ate. I just spent fucking twenty dollars <laughs> yesterday. I got ten pounds of beets, and it cost me like twelve bucks. Beets, like fucking one vegetable. It's just like red dirt. Yeah, makes you poop red. Sexy. So I know I've had enough. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, you can find us in the usual places that the ad just told you. But uh, I am at strongman underscore dan on Instagram. I'll be PSAC 16. <clears throat> Check out our gym. Check out our gym. Fear, I don't even know what it is anymore. Is it Fearless Fitness Boot Camp and Barbell on Instagram? Yeah, I think it's something like that. I feel like that's a long name. It is. You need to be like FFBB. I'm glad you got, you said it and not me. I was thinking it. At FFBB. It's pro- that's probably taken. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. All right. Thanks episode for 19 listening. in the books. 20. We should do something special for 20. We should do something special for we'll f- 20. We'll figure something that's out. That's my pre-worlds mat- meet. Ooh. I have a COVID test Ooh. on Friday. That, my last barrier. I have one final barrier to pass, and that is my COVID-19 test. Slide it in, baby. <sighs> yep. Let's do it. All right. Later.